Let's go. Let's go. All the fly girls dance to the dance floor. Kitty cat, kitty cat. Brr. All the thick girls down on the floor. Ice on my neck like brr. I'm big bone with nice curves. Look at me, I know I look good. Look good, look good, look good. I'ma show y'all chicks how to do it. Yo nigga, he wish she could. Oh. This is dead ass your favorite song right now. Before, nah, before, we, before anyone gets a chance to move past this, this is Christian's favorite song. You told me right before you found this. Ah, uh, yes, it is. I'm not, I'm not denying it. This is a great no, song. It's a cool song. It's right off of the new Lizzo album, fam. We, we went, we, uh, I decided to go off. Uh, we were gonna do a JoJo theme song before this, but then I heard the Again. song, and then I heard all those rolling R's, and I was like, this is it. <laughs> this is. I don't care if they come after. Come after us, sue us. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll yeah. give you the money. Yeah, for what it's worth, I, I listened to the song and he gave me a chance to choose, which was very fair. And you know what, Lizzo was was was, was spitting that shit, yo. Yeah, so, man. Um, this is. Uh, I had to put it on. Yeah. So here we are. Welcome, you guys. Welcome back to New Jump City, everybody. Uh, we're gonna talk about comic books and shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm very hip hop today. <laughs> um, I'm with it. Yeah, we're just gonna jump right into it. But before we do, we're gonna like do. Uh, let's plug shit. Uh, you can find find us on uh, the social medias, fams. Uh, I am uh, at the. Uh, oh, why am I stuttering so much? I am you at lit off of Lizzo. I'm Listen, so excited. You can find me on My Instagram <laughs> at JD Cole <laughs> underscore thirty seven. Your boy's lit over here. At the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna download this shit before I bounce. Uh, yeah, Josh is sitting I'm here like he's also here. No, I'm. Uh, <laughs> Josh is sitting here like, oh, look at this I'm guy. I'm just glad you like something. You know, that's not JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> JoJo's not all I like. I know. I, I'm just getting into JoJo. It's too early to declare love. <laughs> um, we also have an email, you guys. If you guys want to send us anything, you know, theories, uh, fan questions, you know, compliments, uh, insults. Uh, it's uh, you can find us uh, uh, at. Uh, NewJumpCityPod at gmail.com. Uh, we also have our producer, Brian Ball. Say hello to the people, Brian. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Peanut butter. He knows. Peanut butter. Hey, guys. Peanut butter. Where can they follow you, friend? Uh, they, they can follow me at Saucy Brian Bossy. Brian with a Y. Ooh. Saucy with an E. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm there. Yeah. All right. Uh, and uh, we're going we're gonna to get started now with our, with our jump series. Uh, Spoiler alert, as usual, uh, we're going to get pretty deep into things. Uh, and we are going to start with Black Clover, uh, chapter 202, right? Yes. I, yeah, I'm pulling up right now. Yeah, uh, you're on point. Yeah, uh, Black Clover, chapter 202. Holy shit. Uh, this chapter is called From Another World. Uh, we pick up where we last left off. Uh, Finral has now discovered that Nero can talk, apparently. And he's being demanded to be taken to the giant demon bones. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Fenrir just does that. Meanwhile, we cut back to the battle. Uh, goth demon dude. Uh, Mr. Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Hot Topic <laughs> to you. Oh, uh, Captain Hot Topic is uh, now reassembled his arm with his broken word magic. Oh, he got sliced in the last. Uh, yeah, he did. Last week? Yeah, last last week. All right. Ended with his arm and wing getting cut off, and then he was just like, return. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Whatever. What a skillful cut. What a fucking asshole. <laughs> um, and uh, then he just sends down a storm of blades upon people. Like, he's literally sending down a thousand swords at Yami. Yeah, different cool ones, too. He's even sending axes. <laughs> that looks like the master sword, bro. 
<laughs> a keyblade's going to be in there somewhere. <laughs> Dead ass. Yeah, for sure. Uh, even Yami right now is just like, what the fuck am I even going to do right now? Uh, this guy's power is broken as hell. Uh, and f- they're having a lot of trouble with him. Like, he's moving really fast. He's avoiding all of Yami's attacks, which is super difficult because Yami is very strong. Uh, Leash almost gets hit with one of Yami's attacks, but he sends it back with his light magic and misses as well. That was pretty cool. I didn't yeah. know that he used uh, light magic to send it back. Yeah. I guess uh, I didn't pay attention. Yeah, and Leash is like kind of still out of it, so he's not at full power at all. Uh, so he's like barely hanging on. It feels. Yeah, didn't they say he was uh, still like sleeping? Yeah, he's like half asleep apparently, and um, he can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be way better if he was fully awake so he could help out, but he is not. Um, but uh, Captain Hot Topic opens his grimoire up, and he decides to uh to to use his word soul magic, but using like demon words you know he his his magic can access other dimensions and it summons this giant leaf uh it looks really creepy yeah it's really scary looking Uh, it just looks like a bunch of bananas at first oh i didn't know he could summon things from the dominican republic yes (laughs) that's literally where it came from uh he uh yeah and you know, uh, Yami and this other chick is u- are using their powers, and it's still not working against it. Yeah, they're trying to cut up the plantains, and uh, it's just not enough because there's too many. And then uh, Yami gets hit with a blorp, and we don't know what's happening from there. We cut immediately back to Finroll and Nero arriving at the Demon Bones. Uh, they arrive at the monument, uh, where all and uh, Nero says, "Take all of the s- the magic stones out of this monument and place them in the statue on top of the skull." You know that was really convenient. I figured you know <laughs> somebody would be guarding it or something. Not that Finral couldn't beat him, but damn, nobody was there. Well, this is their kingdom anyway. So even if th- someone was guarding it, you know they're on their side. You know, I would imagine. But um, yeah, and uh, I guess they they've resurrected like the Wizard King, like a different Wizard King that took down that last demon. Yeah, they're slotting these uh, these wizard stones. Yeah, and that's where the chapter ends. <laughs> like this uh, wizard king is getting resurrected. He is the wizard. He's like the previous wizard king. Yeah, right? he was the one that that, that defeated beat this, this giant, big giant skull hmm. thing, right? Yeah. So. Well, I can't wait to be for this guy to be the new friend of uh, the Black Bulls and be everybody's best friend. Undoubtedly, Asta's only Asta's best friend. He'll see Asta and he'll be like, "This guy," and then you know, best friends forever. Uh, I'm very bitter. About I'm sure this. I still have a really <laughs> positive point anyway. Well, this was fine, I guess. Uh, I, I'm I'm enjoying this fight with the demon dude. Uh, at least yeah, that's I like the pace. Yeah, you know, the, the chapter went really quick, and you know it's okay because it's Black Clover. Yeah, if he's uh, I'm glad like if he's gonna be the big threat, he's not some pushover. I guess. Uh, I guess his power should be broken. If anything, I mean he's literally just saying words <laughs> <laughs> and things happening. are just happening so i don't know man i think he's kind of lame for not winning already but anyway <laughs> <laughs> that's fair right well he can't he can't order them to just die uh it mentions like yami puts that together he's just like he can't just say yami dies i'd have a little bit more imagination than just i don't know throwing swords and other weapons at him yeah. they could uh, it He's just reminds like, me of the guy from bleach remember yeah that i was guy? literally <laughs> about to mention Grammy. Uh, oh man! Yeah, what a cornball. <laughs> he sucked. Yeah, he Hopefully died. He, topic he died because he couldn't imagine. His powers were all imagination based, mm-hmm. so he can literally make anything happen 
that he can think of. Correct. Anything. He lost because he, he couldn't think of anything stronger than his opponent, Kenpachi, at the time. And that's how that's how he lost. He just became he, he revealed his true form, which is a brain in the jar, because he just couldn't think of how to kill this guy. Yeah, it's 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 retarded. Trust me, bro. Like, don't <laughs> worry. If you're feeling like, whoa, that sounds so dumb, I can't even get with it. No, you, that's the point. So yeah, yeah. Um, but loser. yeah, that was a uh, black real Clover. loser. Uh, didn't hate it, but also very. I feel very indifferent. Uh, well, we'll, have cool. to s- we'll see what happens next. Yeah, week, we'll right? just have to yeah. see where it goes. Uh, we're just gonna move on to food wars. Shokugeki no soma. Uh, the tasting is about uh-huh. to start. Uh, Asahi is just. Uh, we get uh, we get introduced to the judges who are apparently the same. Ones from the team Shokugeki in the last arc, cool, <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, I didn't, it didn't have that much of an effect on yeah. me. I don't know if that's what they was going for, but <laughs> you think he was just like, wait till they see these guys again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do think he thought. That. <laughs> I d- yeah, they do their dumb quirky thing that they do as judges, and um, we move on to the tasting, and it turns out uh, Asahi made. This pie crust with uh, some kind of soup underneath. And uh, now I'd like to start off a segment uh, specific to Shokugeki no Soma called uh, Is That a Thing? Is it real? (laughs) With Brian Boss. Can it be Uh, done? We're going to explain the technique that he used, or I am at least. And uh, you're going to tell us if it's a thing that can happen in food. Okay. Or or theoretically it would work. Okay. Okay. So basically, this whole challenge is supposed to use like five different cuisines like from different cultures uh asahi basically prepared this pie with shark fin soup inside okay as the filling uh he used he apparently used cold butter instead of warm butter is that a (laughs) is that supposed to be a big deal (laughs) where did he use cold butter um oh we oh he made like a cold butter crust yeah so yes yeah you can I mean, the concept is like there are, you know, about like soup dumplings. Mm-hmm. So that's already a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the, um, there is like a really deep tradition in pies just to like. So like meat pies are very big in Europe. That's just a thing that because they they're self-contained. So mm-hmm. it's a very like you're talking about. I think a couple I- at the very least, a couple hundred years, if not more, I, I would have to read a little bit more than that. But like. I've seen old recipes, 200-year-old 200, 200 recipes for, like... Mm-hmm. Pot pies. Yeah, pot pies, exactly. That, They're valid. That kind of I can understand so, why they, you know... So, yeah, okay, them. so that's the mix there, I feel like, is, okay. is European into into Asian because of the shark fin. All right, so inside of this pie, there's a shark fin soup, but not only is there that, there's a, there's a, ra- there's a ravioli okay. with a <laughs> Turkish ice cream filling. That makes sense, but I don't know what Turkish ice cream is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they made it. But so it's basically <laughs> yeah. a dumpling. It's a giant dumpling with a soup inside of it mm-hmm. with another dumpling inside <laughs> of that. With so what I don't understand what Turkish ice cream is. I don't like you you give me a week. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you how to oh, make we'll it. Quiz you next week. Let me I, I mean, can I even can read it off right now from yeah. the comic. So it says No, neither that's Don Durma. That's called Don all right, D O N D U R M A. Don Durma or as some people call it Turkish ice cream. Okay. A major ingredient in Don Durma is salep, a flour made from the root of certain orchids. It gives the dish a thick, sticky texture. So it looked like cheese. Like when they was oh, like biting no. it. This is the picture right here. 
Okay, so. Oh, shit. Yeah, bro, that <laughs> shit is wicked. Okay, yeah, so now I'm reading it here, and it's, it. so ingredients here are cream, whipped cream, salep, mastic, and sugar. So uh, uh, whenever you're going to incorporate flour, you're going to get a glutinous structure of some kind. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, not necessarily glutinous, but definitely a structure. Cream, whipped cream. Yeah, so, yeah, it's. Yeah, I guess it's like a semi-viscous cream here. Interesting. So, uh, Brian, let me ask you. Would you agree that he's stunting really hard right <laughs> now? Yeah. yeah, he's going super hard, I like think. Like from a certified chef. Like you yeah. could confirm that? <laughs> I just want to know. No. I'm, a, I'm a cook. I'm, I'm not a chef. I don't, oh, so modest, I don't run anything. No, I don't run anything. Uh, I'm just like I'm a bookworm. I like to... I I like to read very old books, but um, yeah, yeah, he's fucking going ham on this. <laughs> I think it's really funny that it's self-contained and it's like it's one of those like a kaleidoscoping kind of thing. Like it's an interesting way to go. Yeah, yeah, he, he and it's so also much. like yeah, because it's a full-blown soup. Goofy. Inside of this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what. But you know, when, to hear it from you, because I read it, of course, right? But then to hear it like. Dog, it's soup inside of a pie. <laughs> it so doesn't surprise it's me, also, but it's so wild. It's funny just because he's going to go through all the consistencies. So, And then when you get into the ravioli, you're expecting cheese, but it pulls, and it's, like, sweet. And now you have, like, a very self-contained meal, which is, like, you eat all the way through the pie, and then you finish with a ravioli for dessert. That's how that thing works. <laughs> <laughs> the, the theme of the dish, right, was to uh, pull in from the five main gourmet. Uh, yeah, from five like different uh, cultures. Uh, yeah, cultures. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, all right. So I guess then Shokugeki Soma, once again, with its absurd food, it's a thing. <laughs> I'll give it five. Yeah, that checks out. out of five. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, got, you, you heard it here. That's pro- confirmed. <laughs> Well, apparently it checks out in the manga as well because <laughs> even people who don't have food, who haven't tried it, their clothes are exploded off because it's so fucking delicious. Yeah, a whole, uh, what do you call that? Bleachers full of people just had yeah. their clothes blast off of them. No exaggeration. Yeah, literally everyone in the audience is just naked now. And yeah, and uh, Asahi ends the chapter with him, big ass two page spread of him just being like, this is the pinnacle of the blue. And it seems like he's won. Dog, shit is getting intense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how someone's going to beat that. I mean, he will. He will. But <laughs> Whoa. He'll find a way to use Lay's potato chips to win. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to look so nice. <laughs> but that, yeah, that was Shokugeki no Soba. This is, uh, this is fun to read. Uh, actually reading it, reading like the process of how the food goes. I haven't done that in a while with this series. Uh, because this this can be like a lot to read after after a time, uh, and it helps having uh, a shelf. <laughs> I'm gonna keep calling you that. Yeah, you know what, man? I really haven't been following uh, Food Wars like literally like prior to starting the podcast, but now I feel like I have a reason to. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, the flame uh, has been reignited. Well, we'll see how it goes next week, but uh, I'm very excited to see what Soma does to get out of this. Maybe. Uh, I'm looking forward to be blown away by whatever absurd thing he comes up with. Um, and uh, that that was Food Wars. We're going to move on to Boruto. Oh, I knew it. I had that shit open right now. Yeah, yeah. I knew he was going to watch All this. All right. Uh, last chapter. Oh, my God. Okay, so Boruto. 
Brian. We haven't spoken about it yet. We haven't? Not Can we just keep it brief, bro? It's not that good. It's a continuation we, of Naruto. Yes. Uh, no, no, no. I promise. I, it's I, a con- I promise. It's a continuation of Naruto through Naruto's child, Boruto. And, that's and it's about subpar. It. Yeah, it's not as you good. You know, even if you look at it for what it is alone, it's still bad. Well, the problem with Boruto is that Boruto is not nearly enough of an interesting character. He's, he does not have, like, the same arc of his dad. He kind of no. grew up as the rich kid. You know, he's his dad, he's Naruto Hokage at this point. So he just kind of grew up with everything, and he doesn't really want anything, you know? He wants to be the Hokage's second-in-command. That's the big goal for this series. He wants to be, Sura- like, Sasuke's daughter's second-in-command because she wants to be Hokage. Yeah, whatever, man. Like, so what happened in this chapter? All right. Delta was finally defeated. Finally. <laughs> it took, you know, <laughs> yo, I'm going to, I'm sorry, I'm going to be relentless. Dog, it took three months to beat this whack bitch, bro. <laughs> Son, I swear to God. Yo, he's at his maximum power. Am I lying? It right? Be, he's it, at his top. This is as yeah, strong as he's ever thing. been, right? It wouldn't be as frustrating if it, she wasn't giving Naruto such a hard time. Because Naruto himself is an actual god. Uh, he's at this point. And he should be. He could have been out on a Hokage mission. Maybe one of the other characters from the old series that we'd like to see ended up giving her a good fight. You know, which is way more realistic. Not the Hokage. Yeah. It's, Come on, it's, man. Um, Come on. You know, it could have been like a thing for Konohamaru to go through because like Konohamaru sucks. <laughs> Too bad he had his <laughs> he had his moment already and that was terrible. Yeah. Konohamaru was Iruka in this series. He's like useless as fuck. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I never made that connection. You know, because that Iruka's kid wanted to be the Hokage too. And he's like never been farther from like literally everyone else is stronger than him. Yeah, that's another cornball. But um, basically, yeah, Delta was defeated. Uh, Naruto keeps her alive because he wants to take her in for questioning. But uh, she self-destructs because she's this weird robot thing. and uh, Almost killed Naruto, by the way, with that. I don't think he would have. He was scared for his life. <laughs> he was scared for the kid's life. What up, his dumbass kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo. His whack-ass kid. Yeah, you know what? I'm going in on Naruto right now, but it's really just the kids and the situation at hand. Uh, but yeah, uh, Delta self-destructs. Uh, mask dude, uh, I forget this guy's name. Koji, I think it was. Jiraiya's son, probably, because that's what they Yeah, I noticed. Like. He has the, the, the frogs and shit, so uh, there's probably something interesting going on there. Yeah, he's watching from afar. He's... Uh, He's through like one of those robot camera things because this series has robots. Uh, he basically like, exposits just like Naruto is very strong, but Boruto is the only one who could probably beat Jigen. Okay, <laughs> fair, I guess. Uh, we we're taken back to uh, to Katas- Katasuke, his his lab, whatever. Because uh, Kawaki had his arm blown off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Kawaki is the new Sasuke in this series. He's the he's the he's this this the broody rival. Kawasuke. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's like, can we fix his arm? And Kawasuke is just Katasuke. Sorry, is uh, <laughs> Katasuke. <laughs> Katasuke no. is like, uh, I don't think I can. You know, uh, the best I could do is prosthesis, and then uh, Naruto who is better than everyone, is just like, do you have prototypes of my arm that, that you made out of uh, my chakra? He's like, yeah, go get that shit. Mm-hmm. And just then he just... On deck. Yeah, and know. then he just reattaches an arm. He d- he gives them, um, like, Naruto, like a, an arm made of Naruto's DNA. 
He uses a ninja technique to reattach his this robotic arm. To I can kind of yeah, I can kind of buy not, it. From listen, Naruto. I'm just saying what it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but yeah, there's a there's a couple of uh, conditions to this arm to this new arm uh, because it's linked to Naruto's chakra directly. It probably won't work when he's asleep, which is proven. Uh, he can't uh, uh, he can't use that arm while Naruto is unconscious. Um, meanwhile, back at the evil hideout. Um, Delta is resurrected because she's a robot or something, whatever these people are. She's super pissed. Yeah, she's mad because she just lost to the Hokage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the strongest. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, she's like a Little League baseball player. She got mad that she lost the majors. <laughs> she's just like, uh, but yeah, she's teased by these other dudes in her organization called Code and Boro. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, she basically exposits more information that she learned. Uh, she tells him that Boruto has the karma, and uh, Jigen's is like, "Oh, so you finally found a a, a vessel, haven't you, Momoshiki?" Because it turns out, I guess karma is supposed to be Momoshiki taking over his body or something. It's good yeah, to that's have, what that's what it's implying. It's good to have a new Orochimaru. Is, is Momoshiki the one that they fought in the beginning? Yeah. All right, just make it sure, because she looks a lot like the person they fought at the end of regular Naruto. Oh, yeah, he does. Kaguya? And that's a dude, first he, of all. Whatever. <laughs> but they fo- is that, that's not Kaguya? No, that's not Kaguya. That's a, that's, but sh- it's one of those people. So. No, she. did you not watch the Boruto movie? No, man. The Boruto movie's not bad. All right. The rest of this series is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I watched the movie. I mean, you know, it's the, it's just the first few chapters of this manga. Is the movie? Oh yeah, the person so they fought in the beginning. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what I was saying. The two people, right? It was Han and the and the bigger and the larger one. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was fine. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, it's better than the movie. Uh, but okay. anyway, I'll take your word for that. <laughs> we cut back to uh, Naruto, Boruto, and Kawaki, uh, and uh, Boruto. Uh, Kawaki asks uh, Naruto to train him in ninjutsu. Uh, there's a lot of like uh, montage esque type of things. Uh, Kawaki's fixing the vase that he broke. Uh, Kawaki also meets the rest of the villager kids, who are clones of the original cast. Which is uh, what's even the point of having? Yeah. Um, they do this dumb trading card shit again, as if we give a fuck. I I under, I understand what they're doing. You know that I I tell you this. Believe it or not, this was actually the part of the comic that. I like because you know what? You're seeing some character development from Kawaki. Not going to say Kawaski. And, um, <laughs> you know, he's learning in Jutsu. He's probably going to get a little stronger. He's understanding things. I, I like that. I've always been a sucker for that kind of stuff. So, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. And uh, the chapter ends like uh, Kawaki's fixing the vase and uh, he notices there's still one piece missing. Uh, he goes to look he for He, he want to tell him how he finds it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he tries. He tries to pour water into this vase, and there's like a little leak. It's not out. a little leak. That shit was running down. It's just trickle, table. trickle, and it, that doesn't feel like Man. an overly aggressive. That nigga's retarded. <laughs> he should just take the vase up and check. What's wrong with him? It's harsh. What if it was more than that hole? Or what if the piece is? F- anyway, He's, well, I he goes off to look for too much for this. Yeah, he he goes off to look for an, the other piece. And uh, he is stopped by the nine-tailed fox spirit who just pops up out of Naruto and is just like, sit, don't stray from Naruto's side. Interesting. And it was pretty aggressive of him. 
Yeah, it was. <laughs> I like how he drew it. I like how he just was there. Yeah, he's just a massive <laughs> just chakra like head. Terrifying. Just, just waiting just for him to wake up like he knew he was. Yeah. Um, we shit on Boruto a lot. <laughs> and I will continue to, but, you know. This wasn't a, an example of the worst of Boruto. No, it wasn't that that bad. Like I said, it was. It was there was some enjoyable parts. If you caught us two months ago, we'd been furious. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that whole Delta fight was just yeah a lot of a lot of the stuff with the ninja tools and stuff. It's just lacking. Yeah, and I can't help it but is compare Boruto. it to what it was. Like the thing is that the Naruto originally has such a great cast, and Boruto just doesn't. <laughs> yeah, they just kind of had they just like kind of copied and pasted everyone from the last series, and then don't use don't use them at all. It's it's annoying, but uh, hopefully we get to see a little bit more from everyone else. Um, yeah, it's not gonna end anytime soon. So, yeah. Well, that was bored to everyone. <laughs> uh, Thank goodness it's only once a month, right? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, we're gonna move on to Doctor Stone. Oh man, this is uh, Doctor Stone chapter one hundred and two, Perseus, the ship of science. Uh, well, in this chapter, we learn that Treasure Island may be inhabited by the descendants of so of uh, of the Soyuz capsule. Soyuz. The Soyuz. Soyuz. The Soyuz okay. capsule that uh, that uh, Senku's dad landed it crash landed in. Uh, it's assumed that uh, a faction split off from the descendants of the of the space people, and uh, they they moved on to Japan where it, they would build uh, Ishigami Village. Uh, Soyuz is yelled at by the chief for some reason. He's like, "Why didn't you tell yeah, us?" Yeah, he presses him, gets in his face, and all of that. Yeah, poor Soyuz doesn't even know what to say, but. That's <laughs> <laughs> he does. This poor kid. <laughs> but then the king is just like, oh, I'm sorry. So it was a tense moment that ended almost immediately. Uh, Soyuz admits that he tried to leave the island a couple times to try to get to uh, to Treasure Island himself to find some answers. But uh, the storms were always too great for him. And uh, he, re- he, he's, he states that he still wants to know, like, where he came from and, like, his origins. And Senku is just like, yeah. Uh, that simple thirst for knowledge is what drives all science. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's. Yeah, we had a I big. Think anyone fr- agree with that? Right? Yeah, we get a big uh, shonen friendship moment <laughs> with uh, Gen uh, chiming in. Also, is like we're all citizens of the King of the Sci- Kingdom of Science now, including you, dear Soyuz. And uh, Soyuz is so happy. It's very, it's very nice, heartwarming. Yeah, that's what's really cool about this series. I I think you know I'm I, I'm not a huge science nerd or nothing like that, but um, it's way more than just these breakdowns. You know, it's little moments like this. Like he he's saying that what like the 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 that that's like a basic human thirst. You know, like a, a want or a need. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's uh, instinctual to do that. You had a lot of people that go around in life and say, oh, what's the purpose? Why are we here? Such and such. I think this manga can answer a lot of those questions for people who, you know, haven't really figured that out yet because it just makes it simple, you know. You're out here to live, learn, and uh, experience. Yeah, I think uh, it just uh, shows, like, why Senku is such a special character. He brings out, like, the curiosity in everyone, and he encourages, like, knowledge and stuff. It's a good example to lead in uh, in a series marketed to children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we, uh, we learned that they're actually... M- they're actually like planning on getting there in a few hours, uh, so they're not that far away. They have a super duper cool ship that they yeah. just showed us the uh, layout for. Yeah, we get a two page spread of the layout of the Perseus ship, and it's very adorable. 
Yeah, you know, this is something I wish, like, you know, they, they could send out or you could buy, you know? Yeah, there's Pulsa just... Or something. Yeah, every character is in a different room of the ship, but they're also chibi. So, like, they're, like, these tiny little versions of themselves doing their poses and stuff. Yeah. And uh, you see the various rooms. Uh, Senku built a lab in, in, in the place, a mobile lab. Uh, and, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a couple more antics with uh, the some of the crew getting seasick and then immediately cured by Senku uh, before uh, a storm starts to hit. And uh, everybody's, like, freaking out, except for the captain, because he's like, I'm the, fucking, I'm the boss here. I can sail. And, yeah, uh, he's not stressing it at all. And uh, Senku is excited as well because uh, this scene he sees this as, a, as an opportunity to uh, sneak up on the island before anybody catches them, so they can do some spying on the inhabitants to make sure that they're uh, they're not as they're not hostile at all. Yeah, that was actually really smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, we cut the chapter ends in this big ass two page spread of the island them approaching the island and. Uh, yeah, I guess the like the arc's officially gonna get like rolling next chapter, I imagine. Dude, look how amazing this art is. I, I was not even on this page. This when when you go back and you see the storm first hit, right here. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I felt the chills like in the vibe. Like, oh, imagine being out in sea on this fucking boat. I'd be <laughs> nigga, I'd be scared too. Yeah, I fuck just have like being seasick. I think this is a regular thing with this writer because uh, this is one of the few manga that are like written and drawn by two different people. Uh, this guy, the writer for the series, also did Ice Shield Twenty One, which not a lot of people work uh, know about, but that was the original work of the One Punch Man artist, like his first work. And I feel like he challenges his artists to like really stretch their boundaries because you could see like even in Ice Shield Twenty One where that's when that series started the art was like good but it wasn't like stellar and then there's certain moments where he gives them room to just like build like draw this massive picture of just like a dude in a football helmet and it's, yeah. the, most, <laughs> and it's the most detailed football helmet ever drawn it's so good i feel like he got a lot of experience from <laughs> like drawing with him and yeah it's He's one of the cool five, things man. yeah it's one of the cool things about uh, dr stone and i show 21 it's just Sometimes the art could be just so good. Um, but yeah, that's Dr. Stone. I'm very excited to see the arc finally like, take off. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see where it goes. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be hostile or not, these people. Who knows? It's going to be strange. Because uh, this isn't necessarily an action series. You know, um, even in the Stone Wars, there wasn't like fight scenes like that. There were maybe two. Yeah, nothing, no, nothing full out, you know, dedicated shonen style battle. Yeah, that's so for sure. There's no superpowers in this series for sure. So it's except gonna, for Ty except for in the Archer. Oh, you know, you know what I mean. Like not traditional yeah. superhero powers. Yeah, no one's blasting uh, yeah, lasers no one's and stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll see where it goes. Uh, we're gonna jump on over to One Piece. Yeah, One Piece chapter nine hundred and forty. Jesus Christ, uh, sparks of rebe- rebellion. Uh, a lot happens this chapter actually. Uh, a lot. Of this chapter starts with a lot of exposition. Uh, we learned that uh, Law has left the crew uh, because his crew was captured. So, and the Straw Hats don't seem to be interested in saving them at all. So he's like, "Fuck you guys! I'm going by myself." Then. Well, one of the um, one of the team members like was was saying that they snitched on him. Yeah, that's the, why you know the ninja lady. Uh, he ain't like that. 
<laughs> he's like, you telling me my niggas is some snitches? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, pretty I, much. I understand how Law feel. Yeah, I this is bounce, a bounce, though. Come on, man. I mean, you know, this country. is a good point. He's, he says, like, if we can't trust each other in moments like this, then I can't expect you to trust my safety to you when the fighting gets fierce, which is a very fair point. Yeah, I could feel that. Uh, Law's always been a pragmatic type of dude, so it's it, it makes sense for him to do this type of thing. Uh, Usopp and Nami are sitting outside of uh, this little hideout they got. I guess they're keeping watch or something. Uh, and uh, they learn um, they learn about these three guys who no doubt will be very important. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we learn about uh, uh, Bingo, Bongo, and Bungo. Uh, they are they run this uh, this arson scam in in Wano. Uh, one of them starts a fire. The other one. Uh, reaps profits off of like rebuilding efforts and the other guy reaps profits off of like the people who are killed's family members which is like they through funeral costs like he's like an undertaker it's pretty it's pretty <laughs> yeah, shitty it's of them gee <laughs> yo yeah these yeah these guys are grimy yeah and they used to be like in the flower capital where all the rich people are but they were recently kicked out because they were bankrupt after spending so much money on gifts for the oiren yeah, checking off on this on this on this chick that's dead now. Yeah, she's dead now. <laughs> well, we'll see. No one in One Piece really. Well, ever since died. the time skip started, people have been dropping. A a couple people have been dropping. Uh, but yeah, we learn about them, and uh, we cut to inside where uh, Tonyasu, <laughs> which I don't remember this guy if he's shown up before. Do you remember? He he he. <laughs> I remember him. I just don't remember where from, man. Yeah, he I'm did show up in an earlier issue. I don't remember who he was hanging. Was out he with Zoro? Was he the guy with Zoro? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was with Zoro. I was just making sure because I was. Uh, I don't. Rem- I don't remember them splitting up though. That's why it's weird. Yeah, he had a mask. He had like one of those uh, funny Japanese masks. That's why I couldn't recognize. I'm like, is that guy? That guy? But I guess it is. Uh, we learned a little bit more about him. First of all, he's talking with uh, Sanji, Frankie, Robin, uh, the ninja chick, and Kanjiro. Oh, yeah. uh, they're talking about how, uh, you know, he's gonna he's gonna have this neighborhood come up and pull up and fight with them, which is pretty cool. Uh, and then he dashes off to do some good deeds. Um, apparently, he gives everyone a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Yo, look at sharp boss. Howdy, beautiful. Good day, young lady. Pardon <laughs> the interruption. Look at, look at all of them. They're smitten right yeah, now. Yeah, he's just a sweet. He's just a sweetheart that everyone loves. And um, Sanji asks, uh, <laughs> "How do you know, how do you even know this guy?" And oh yeah, none of them knew this. And turns <laughs> out, <laughs> yo, it turns out. Kanjuro and this la- and this ninja lady don't even know him. Uh, he did most of the talking, and he's just such a nice guy. Like he's just so charming, an individual that they don't even question him at all. Yeah, uh, they thought so, so. The other guys thought they knew him. <laughs> it was like, nah, we ain't knew. Him. We thought you knew him. And it was <laughs> like, nah, we just thought. <laughs> Yo, it was funny. Yeah, we learn uh, that one piece is hilarious. Yeah, we learn that Tonyasu is uh, the father of uh, Toko. The girl that uh, who is the aide of uh, of the Oiran who yeah they can't stop laughing now I see why she's relevant uh, so she she apparently was sold into that position and uh, she spends she sends most of her wages back to her dad who is Tonyasu and he uses that money to give him uh, like to pass out food in uh, to those less you know fortunate. help all the poor people and stuff he's he's the best basically. yeah he's basically he, they call they literally call him his their saint. Uh, which I, whenever I read it, when the first time I read this, I was like, 
this guy's like a bad guy, right? Like they can't. He, it's too easy. It's too. It's, he's too nice. <laughs> I, I think they're just. I think they're buttering us up for just to be emotional. You know what I mean? And I mean, then maybe something's gonna happen to him. And yeah, that's probably. This is what Oda does, man. He he makes all these characters that shouldn't be relevant. Od relevant and <laughs> and took core to the point of this of the art. Yeah, uh, that's what your boy does. For, for reference, he he made me get emotional over a ship. <laughs> yeah, me too. Though, man, that was different. Yeah, that was different, yo. That was that was this. Shit. Yeah, it was it was pretty wild. Those were the days. <laughs> yeah, and Usopp was, was yeah, man. Uh, he was feeling some type of way about that. The CP9 arc, man. Remember the starfish dude? What's his name? That's your favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> I know most characters. The treasure chest guy from the beginning. Uh, you know, his I don't name. remember his name. Yes, you do. You just know what I minute. I know who you're talking about. I just don't. I don't know why I'm not. I feel ashamed, honestly. Wow, I'm <laughs> I feel like not surprised. A good, I feel like a not a good fan. Uh, but yeah, we cut back to uh, to the uh, the tournament thing that they're doing at the prison with Luffy and uh, and Hyogoro. Uh, they're fighting. Uh, Hyogoro is now fighting. Th- well, <laughs> no, <laughs> that, <laughs> that's a generous word for <laughs> what's happening. He's just sandbagging the shit yeah, out Luffy of them. Yeah, Luffy is one shotting right all these God. people. Yeah, Luffy is one shotting all these people, using them for fodder to <laughs> practice as uh, to do his hockey training. Yeah, we learned that uh, hockey. And, and the warden could care less. Look at him. <laughs> He's just sipping his tea. Yeah, uh, Hyogoro sa- uh, states that uh, hockey is called Rio in uh, in. Wano, which is cool. I always liked that, like, hockey ha- was, like, named different in different places. Like, it's Mantra and Skypea. Oh, yeah. They did call it that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the battles all are all over. They're just like, all right, shut this down. He's winning too many battles. And, uh, you know, they have some off time. Luffy knocks out the guard so he can talk to Hyogoro about what's what's he's even doing there and why he's even trying to fight. Uh, he... Apparently, Hyogoro doesn't know about the four emperors, which is assuming nobody on Wano does because they're so like... Yeah, they're isolated. Yeah, they're an isolationist uh, country. And uh, yeah, he basically <laughs> says he's only trying to beat them because he's he wants to be king of the pirates. And in order to do that, he has to defeat all four of these people. And Kaido's one of them, obviously. Uh, and it turns out Hyogoro knew Roger, as most old people in One Piece do, Uh Roger apparently landed in Wano for a time. Yeah, he landed everywhere, bro. Yeah. I mean, we knew as much because they mentioned mm-hmm. that earlier. Um, but yeah, then uh, Karabo shows up and Rizo has been hiding inside oh, him. Oh, that's my guy, Karabo. Yeah. Hold on. Do you remember a long time ago? And this probably dates back to the previous podcast. We was talking about it. Remember when they first ran into him? I was like, you know, it'd be really cool if he ended up on the crew some way or another. Cairo? Yeah. Yeah. We did, We never talked about it on the podcast, but yeah, it's very much uh, ramping up to seem that Karubo is going to be an ally at least. Uh, but yeah, it turns out he's been hiding Raizo this entire time, which I, that's what I was wondering. is like, where's Raizo even hiding? Because I know he's in this prison. Yeah, he was stealing keys and all of that. Yeah. So, yeah, he's been inside Karabo this entire time. He explains the entire situation to Yogoro. Meanwhile, Luffy is just talking to Karabo, and Karabo is just like, please help me, boss. I'll work for you. you you're my boss now. You just got to help me out. Help me get home. I've changed, I swear. And then Luffy's just like, well, okay, as long as you've changed. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, yo, 
What's funny is that after everything he says on the chat bubbles, like um, there's a heart after. (laughs) 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 He's so sweet. Yeah, he's so transparently a piece of shit that he's just like, he's got this like shit-eating grin on him, and Luffy is still like, "All right, you seem like a good guy now." And uh, even Carbo is like, "Really? Was that easy?" But uh, yeah, Carbo is now an ally of Luffy as long as they're in this prison. Um. But after hearing all this stuff, uh, Hyogoro is actually super relieved. Like he was, uh, he was pretty much at the end. You know, he w- he accepted that he was gonna die, but now he's now that he's learned of this resistance, he's super happy, uh, and he's he begs to be part of the res- revolution, uh, which I'm very excited for. He explains that he also has friends in this prison. Uh, there, he, yeah, the and he's deep. <laughs> yeah, the mining prison is one of four, so there's like four other people who are like who used to be some of the strongest people in Wano as well and they're also in the other prisons. Yeah, separated, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz he was like a big time gangster back in the day. Like he was like the dawn. And uh, yeah, that that guy. He was that guy. He's the one you talk to. <laughs> and he's got his goons up in here too. So if Luffy breaks him out then his army will be that much stronger. Uh and uh, the chapter ends with Luffy's like, "Yeah, okay, we'll break them all out." Hell yeah. Jailbreak. Uh, yeah, and the chapter really ends with a little panel of Chopper with, uh, with uh, Big Mom arriving at Udon, which is the town that the prison is located in. So yeah, this is leading. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is about to get crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's for me. This is this is overkill because the fact that Luffy's training to to power up is enough for me. They could have squeezed. They could have milked that shit. For another couple months, week by week, him getting stronger, but no, not older. He's saying, you know what? I'm going to give you that. You can hold all of this, too. Bam. Big Mom's <laughs> coming through. Bam. Your man Zoro on his own. Bam. Yasuyanu. I don't know that. <laughs> Yo, there's a lot going on, man. This shit is fire. Yeah, a lot like, of niggas sleep on One Piece, man. Yeah, there's a I'm lot feeling of- some uh, type of way about that. There's a lot of plot. I used to sleep on One Piece, and you was feeling some type of way about that. Furious. <laughs> it took me a while. But yeah, it, there's it a lot. Did, of, it did. It did. It's a tough shell to crack, but you know. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, plot threads juggling here. So, I, and I think they're like getting closer they're to all each converging. Other. Yes. Oda does better. No, that's not fair. I was gonna compare him to all of DC and Marvel, but you know, it's one guy hey, versus you can finish hundreds of other authors and stuff. I mean, you know, he's he works best in chaos. I think, like when shit is getting. But crazy. it's not chaos. It's it's, it's all. You know it's all gonna come together. When it comes to Marvel and DC, you don't know, man. Sometimes, no, yeah, it's organized chaos. Shit. I feel, yeah, like yeah. with Orda, he knows what he's doing. Like he's not like coming out like ass poles here. But all his when it gets crazy, it gets crazy here. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to see this starting to ramp up. Uh, maybe we'll get like one more chapter of Luffy just training. Because I don't think he's he can leave this prison without like mastering the no touch hockey. I don't know, man. They ha- <laughs> most of his training has been off like off page, hasn't it been? Not this one, not this time. Uh, because we we see him trying, you know. Well, I'm saying just in the past in general. I'm not saying that he can't switch it up. I'm just there yeah. ain't really a great track record for that. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, you know, the time skip training was off screen, so we'll have to see where it goes. But uh, I'm I love One Piece. This chapter was no exception. Uh, still a lot of ramp up. Uh, he, I feel like One Piece will be our chapter, top chapter week after week once start, shit starts <laughs> getting crazy. But uh, 
yeah, for now, we'll we'll have to see where it goes uh, and move on to The Promised Neverland. Yeah, chapter 132, Punitive Expedition. Uh, it's mostly a chapter focused on the uh, the demon, the demon kingdom people. Uh, they're uh, they talk about like the various farms being destroyed. Uh, they don't know exactly who's responsible, but they're sending out a massive expedition force to find out who. And um, yeah, Norman is like. Then we come back to Norman, who like breaks down his plan in length. Uh, basically, his plan is to force a demon civil war between the royals and the Gielan clan. And uh, while they're fighting, uh, Norman's forces plan to invade the Tefari, which is, I guess, this uh, this kingdom thing that happens, like the celebration of something. I don't think that was ever explained what it is exactly, but yeah, they're going to roll up on that when security's light and assassinate the royals there. Uh, so yeah, it, it was a lot of like exposition in this chapter. Uh it was cool to see what Norman's doing. Norman has always been like the smartest of the three kids. So uh, we'll have to see. I don't know. I don't know if this is probably, this is probably not going to work. Obviously this is probably going to go like wrong somehow. He also has like a plan for Don and Gilda and it involves like those other demons uh, that Emma met in the forest, like her friend. And uh, yeah, I don't know if he's going to send them to kill her or something, but I mean, I think so. I think he's going to try to get someone to lead them there and then, you know. Yeah. I don't know. You know, do do they thing. Uh, but the big twist comes here at the end. Uh, last chapter, we left uh, Emma and Ray uh, entering Kingdom Hearts, basically. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, when yeah, they open... It's not far off, man. They, ep- they open the door, like, expecting to be in the demon world, but then it turns out they've been teleported back to the Grace Field House. Dun, 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 dun. I did not see that coming at all. Neither did I. Actually. I don't think anybody on this planet did. Yeah, that was a pretty sick twist. Uh, I'm very excited. I, I guess they have to get the other kids out. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's going to be weird to like double back and find these children again. But maybe this is where the seven walls are. That's where uh, the like the seven walls have always been at Gracefield House, but who knows, man? I mean, it's not like they went there on purpose. It just, it, it's not. Even, yeah, I don't know where they're going with this. Shit has been kind of like. Uh, I'm excited moving. to see where. No, yeah, I'm not yeah. mad. It's just it was just another one of those chapters where they're saying, "Okay, it's coming, guys." Just yeah, just it's nothing's following. concrete. Uh, they're still setting a lot of stuff up, and with this type of series, you got to be patient, I guess. But I'm I'm stoked. Uh, I haven't been like super interested in Promise Neverland for a little while, and it's good. Uh, this like little twist at the end is piqued my interest. You think uh, the mom, the sister, is still there, or the mom? I don't even think that's the real Grace House, if I'm being honest. But if it is the real Grace House, um, how no? She let the kids escape. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, I would think that they smoked her, unless she's really that nice, and they're like, all right, we're giving you a pass this one time. I would like to think that she's not, she's not dead, but she's also not. In yeah, good I hope not. I just yeah, so yeah, it's really yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, great chapter though. Oh yeah, good, really good. I wouldn't say great. I hope all of this, uh, 
all the spotlight on the other demons actually leads to something. I mean, obviously things aren't going to just work out super smooth, right? As the yeah. plans go, but it'd just be real corny for these guys to be kind of given attention and then they just get taken out. Yeah. I don't know. It makes me think like how long this arc is actually going to be. Cause just because this is the final arc doesn't mean it's going to be quick. Yeah, I mean, how long did the final arc for Bleach last? A really long time. Yeah, so hopefully <laughs> they could be double like that if we're lucky. Yeah, there we go. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're going to finish off our manga with My Hero Academia, Chapter 225, Interview with a Vampire. Uh, man, uh, this this thing go where I thought it would be. Uh, we'll actually start with uh, Giran. He's talking to the commander. He's warning them about not to fight the League of Villains because they have no move. And uh, this commander's like, <laughs> I know they don't got that Negative. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dub, <laughs> stop they, fronting, nigga. <laughs> so let me t- first. I don't even got. He ain't even had to prove anything wrong. He he's just like, let me show you how. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> do your thing. No, you can do it. You got. It. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, he was like, uh, first of all, I know they don't got it because a, uh, although Nomu are pra- practically are, became synonymous with villain attacks, they faded into nothing more than a rumor since that day, Camino. So they don't got that shit anymore. They seem to not have access. He pretty but much uh, assumes that they don't have access based on common sense, right? Mm-hmm. But two, counter to point one, right? A high powered Nomu did show up in Kyushu. Had an epic battle with Endeavor, by the way. One of my favorite arcs in recent It was manga. pretty good. Yeah, it was fucking epic. Anyway, however, take note of the weaker white ones that the black one spat out. Basically, he was just saying, listen, I know y'all not ready yet as far as the bioengineering goes. And that one that you did have was valid got smoked. <laughs> and y'all ain't recover it. I peeped that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not low. Your boys is getting clapped today. I think, I mean, how... <laughs> <laughs> he was just giving it to him straight. I really like this guy, man. Yeah, he had pretty a much. big ass nose too, bro. <laughs> I guess that means he's evil or something. Yeah, jeez, that's not. No, prejudice. big noses mean evil. Um, the League of Villains seem to actually be having trouble with this fight. Uh, they're drastically unnumbered, and dog, yeah, <laughs> a lot of these quirks are actually very strong. Uh, but we we get like a focus on Toga actually, uh, and her battle with Miss Curious. Uh, she has like a bunch of uh, minions to her, and she's just asking her questions about her past. Meanwhile, like Toga just, sh- just throws a knife at a dude's jugular. Yeah, she's ready to. Yeah, she's gully off the rip. I yeah, mean. Toga goes ham up front. She just jumps in, it's like like we're like stabbing from above. It's like a ninja, man. It's pretty wild. Uh, but then she's like quickly stopped by these other people with quirks and just sent flying into like a restaurant or something. Uh, the detail of this is so good because even from this frame, like when she kind of disappears after throwing the knife at this dude's neck, she doesn't know where she where she's at. But you can see all her minions looking up, and then she looks up after. It's just I don't notice, I don't see that in different, you know, in, in other manga, especially during fighting scenes. Like, yeah, I, I think the attention to detail is what separates it. No, yeah, Horikoshi's art is like outstanding in this way too. When he draws action, it's also like super kinetic. It's almost like you're watching an anime. There's something about the way he draws that's just like it's so great for movement. Uh, but uh, Toga is sent flying into this restaurant, and something explodes underneath her feet. And we learn that uh, that Miss Curious's name is uh, uh, Miss Curious's uh, quirk or meta ability. I don't know why they're going with that right now. Yeah, right. Meta ability. I, th- I noticed that too. Right. I don't, I don't like know. That. Uh, yeah, I don't know if this is like they're supposed to be changing. 
like they're not going by quirks anymore because they're like the meta liberation army. Yeah, like switching the theme to yeah. go with you know the the what's going on right now. I guess mm-hmm. that's cool. You know what that's reminiscent of? Like uh, when you're playing Kingdom Hearts, right? And you go to switch the worlds and your menu. You know, changes based on what's yeah, going on. The world. I don't know. It's kind of obscure if you're not a it's not gamer obscure. like that. But it's, it's a big ass game. <laughs> it is a big game, right? Yeah. I think that was a fine example. Thank uh, you. <laughs> I'm only here to help. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, Miss Curious's uh, meta ability is landmine. Uh, she can turn things into bombs just with a touch. The explosions don't pack much power, but she goes for quantity over quality. So she can't kill people with these explosions. But she can do some damage. See, that's what that's what I also like about her academia. They, everybody like, oh, she could just explode. It's not a real fight, and they literally tell you right there, like, no, there's a, there's a reason she can't just go ham. So yeah, there always, has to be some thinking and strategy. Yeah, there's always like creative like creative limitations on people's quirks. So yeah, you know, yeah, that was a good way to put it. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Toga's like fucking badass. She's like rules. Like she gets like uh, swarmed by all these dudes and she just jumps up like a ninja, just like tosses more knives at people that are attached to her, like her tube, her feeding tube or whatever. <laughs> the blood pump. Yeah. Because uh, her quirk is that she can uh, she can absorb people's blood and transform into them if she ingests their blood. So she just like sucks all these people's blood in. And um, there's a massive twist because after she does so, the blood that she uh, that she sucks uh, explodes inside of her mouth. Inside of her body. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Her whole, f- <laughs> her whole body got. Yeah. It turns out Miss um, Curious touched all of their blood and re-injected it into them so they can have like little landmines inside them. Yeah, she was prepared, bro. Because you had to do that beforehand, right? Yeah, it's a sick a- application for a power like that. Um, it was a big twist for me. I thought like, Damn. Yeah, <laughs> man. Heartless. I didn't see that coming. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, but yeah, she starts. Uh, she actually starts giving some uh, tidbits from Toga's past. Uh, apparently, Toga is the first daughter of the Toga family, born on August 7th, currently 17. She ran away uh, from home just after middle school. And uh, nobody knows why. Not even her parents. Because she wasn't like... It wasn't she was always this way. She was like... Uh, she was actually well liked, and she had a lot of friends. Uh, and we get little flashbacks to her past; these little out of context panels, uh, where we see her like surrounded by a bunch of people, but her face is all black with this like just smile, this creepy smile. And then there's this boy who looks a lot like Deku, but it's not Deku. Yeah. And uh, her. It looks f- like him though. It sure does. Uh, and uh, as a matter of fact, it literally looks like Deku. Yeah. But it can't be him. It's I'm him. actually pretty sure it is him. It can't be him. Dude, look at this guy. But he, Deku never wore these clothes. Really? Yeah. A suit He didn't tie? go to her school. Like, this, ha- this had to have happened before she graduated high school, and she's older than him. She's... How do you know that? She's 17. Deku's like 14. Oh, they said her age? Yeah. They Did said they her just age? say her age? Yeah, in this chapter. Oh, jeez. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, it looks just like him, man. Holy yeah, it does shit. look very similar. I thought it was him at first. But oh, look at this giraffe girl in the back. The top right corner. That's my favorite character. Yeah, that is your <laughs> favorite character. <laughs> I want to know what her story is. I'm going to screenshot that one. <laughs> That's for my girlfriend. Um, She's going to know. Yeah, so she asks, uh, why did you succumb to madness even though you had this pretty decent life? Uh, then Toga just like got this creepy-ass smile on, and she's just like, 
this is my normal life. And uh, that's where the chapter ends. There's these little also out of context flashback panels where the little like black mask she's like the metaphorical mask she's wearing also like just breaks and she just has this bloody knife for some reason. Uh, yeah, this I didn't expect this to be like a full focus on Toga and her past, but uh, I'm into it. She's been around for a long time and uh, I'm excited to see what her deal is. As are the rest of the like the League of Villains. We don't know a lot about their past. It's yeah, and we're two hundred and twenty-five chapters into the series. Yeah, there's a lot of potential for that. That's really exciting. And you know, I'd be lying if um if I say I, I wasn't satisfied with whatever they just gave me as far as like you know okay this is Toga, uh she's crazy and she likes to kill people. I kind of just took that. I was like, all right, you know, I guess we'll learn a little bit about her. But I really appreciate this. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's pretty good too. Like he's not giving us everything, but he's giving us these little pieces that uh that leaves some intrigue cuz yeah. she's not she she wasn't seemingly always always this crazy i guess or like at least outwardly so outwardly yeah this is just something that changed in her and it seems to have to do with this boy uh but uh yeah hell yeah man full blown into it uh this is my favorite <laughs> this is my favorite chapter of the week um nah man I think that had to go to one. Mm. It was real close. If yeah, it wasn't it for close, this chapter, bro. if it wasn't for this chapter, oh man, it would have go to One Piece hands down. But dude, my hero has just been killing it. I, I I'm gonna. <laughs> it's gonna be rough, but I may be like very on my hero side for the foreseeable future. I ain't gonna lie, man. Yasu did it for me. What is his name? Tony Yasu. Tony Yasu. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite character. He is a good man. boy. <laughs> yeah, he's mad cool, man. Uh, oh, man. All right, so that's our manga for the week. Uh, we're going to move on to our American comics, if you guys are ready for it. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Amazing Spider-Man, Mr. Mr. Spider-Man. And we are still under the arc, Hunted. Yes, this is Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man number 20, uh, Hunted part three, right? Four. Okay, four. Lizard guy in the front, right? Yes. Okay. Uh <laughs> Hell yeah, Spider Man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Shit is getting real too. Well, it already did get pretty. Oh crazy, no, it's right? escalated for yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, we I feel like we got through the point where uh, all the pieces are set, and now we have a direction where the rest of this arc is gonna go. Uh, Black Ant met with Spidey, and they started talking about uh, Craven's game here. Uh, at the same time, Lizard and Taskmaster finally infiltrate the forest, and they. They're breaking in. They're doing stuff. Uh, Black Cat and Billy find uh, escape their cage, and they end up fighting a hunter. And Black Cat is just injured, badly wounded, taking a bullet for Billy. Uh, very sad. I hope she's okay. <laughs> uh, she'll be alright, bro. Yeah, she'll be fine. <laughs> she'll be fine. Uh, yeah, this hunter like spares the mercy because he didn't even know this kid was here. And they may be rich 1% assholes, but they're not monsters. Well, this guy is in any way. Uh, we can't speak for everybody else. I'm just glad he didn't try to kill the kid. It actually made me feel pretty good inside when he chose not to. Yeah. I mean, you know, he did shoot another person. but Bro, these other guys were criminals. I mean, not that <laughs> criminals should be murdered. Shit, I that's mean, you know, wrong. it's better than the, but, than the, yeah, the right? innocent child. It, at, least, at least they can weigh it and, and you know, not complete monsters. Anyway, nah, fuck theoretically. They're all terrible. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, the lizard shows up at uh, Billy's cage, and he's not there anymore, obviously. 
that's when he comes across uh, Craven Jr., uh, Little Craven. Whoa, 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 whoa! You gonna skip the part when when when, when he had a, he had the chat with his dad and he was? <laughs> oh yeah, yo, I fucked up. Yeah. Uh yeah no before Craven Junior leaves Craven Senior, <laughs> Craven Junior is just like, why are you so weak, Dad? Uh, yeah, he's throwing a full on fucking tantrum. He threw the table to the to the floor, and he starts smelling. <laughs> yo, he starts he pulls up to his pops real close and starts sniffing this nigga. Yo, like smell pussy. Yo, like for real, for real. He says, look, look, look. he says, you know, I sense something had changed in when I arrived at your doorstep. While well, he's sniffing him, yeah, you look like him, the great beast, the mighty hunter. You sound like him, but there is a scent on you that betrays the lie, one of fear, of weakness. It sickens me. Yo, he's talking mad <laughs> shit to his pops. Yo, somebody needs to get Damn. spanked. <sighs> anyway. You gotta like. Pull him over his knee and beat the shit out of him. So he talks a little bit more <laughs> shit, right? And uh, meanwhile, his pops is just staring out into the window. Because um, he's like, he, he doesn't understand off. my real plan. <laughs> he doesn't. Bro, but look how mad he was. He was clenching his arm so tight that Yeah, he started bleeding. Out. Yeah, he wanted to smack the shit out of yeah. his son. Then Black Cat takes no, her bullet. and um, Oh, yeah. Damn. See, you went. I, I talked about that. You almost skipped that real oh, shit, I didn't. Man. I talked about this. I talked about this. Uh, I wanted to get to the, the meat of the thing, which is uh, the lizard versus Craven Jr. Uh, they start fighting, but Cra- but lizard has his inhibitor chip, so he can't really fight back. This is the second time he gets his ass beat in a comic, man. Yeah, well, he didn't. The vermin was whooping his ass too. This is inhibitor chip, man. Yeah, it's kind of whack. I feel like he's gonna rip it off by the end and do like a sacrificial thing to save his. Yeah, kids. right. Be a bad guy again to save his family. Yeah. Mm. We'll see. I don't uh, want that to happen, man. <laughs> neither do I. I just wanted to be gangster and protect his family, right? Yeah. And Craven Jr. is just like still savage as ever. Just like, I'm going to kill your son. He's like, I'm going to rip him limb from limb and make <laughs> you watch. <laughs> oh, sheesh. You're not going to fight me? I'll kill your son. <laughs> Yo, he literally <laughs> said that. Which is a little aggro, but whatever. Uh, he storms off to find Billy. And uh, we cut back to this hunter dude that... That left uh, that left Billy alive, and he's like trying to call. He's just like, "You never told us there were kids here," and he tries to remove the uh, the little the what's it called the visor that they got that allows them to do, to control these uh, androids. And uh, as w- as we get this scene, he's getting like mobbed by these other villains. It's him by himself. And uh, as we get this scene, uh, Black Ant explains that the real purpose of this is not just to hunt uh, these animal themed villains. But he's also going after these big game hunters, and um, their brains are linked to the to the robots. So if the robots die, then so do they. Yeah, the stakes are very high. Yeah. So these these villains all kill this one fat dude, and uh, Spider Man pulls up to Arcade's mansion or wherever this is, and and uh, they uh, he squares off against a bunch of uh, vermin. There's like I didn't know if there were multiple vermin. Maybe he cloned them or something. There was just one in the in the sewers. Remember? Yeah, I didn't know there was like a lot of. And people. apparently, this guy is really strong or something because <laughs> he's. I mean, you the know, he's, ass. he's probably not the greatest in the world, but you know, he. Uh, he I I figured he's annoying if there's a bunch of him. Yeah, fifty. I'm sure that's a challenge for almost anybody, right? But the lizard also still has an inhibitor chip. You keep forgetting about that. 
It's not that Lizard's losing because he's weak. It's because he made himself unable You're to right. fight. I gotta, I gotta back off from, from Mr. Connors. <laughs> he's trying. He's just trying to help his son. Yeah, he is, and he's going hard. I respect him. I respect his gangster. He just needs to cut it out. Yeah, you know. Next issue is going to be like one of those tie-in issues. It's going to be centered around the vulture. Yeah, so. that seems. That seems we'll have to see where this goes. Uh, but I'm I'm liking it. Uh, I've been digging Amazing Spider-Man. This hunted uh, arc has been pretty cool. Uh, very excited to see what's next as we move on to Action Comics 1010. Oh boy, have we covered Action Comics? Uh, prior? Not, no, we haven't. We haven't even covered Superman, and that has come and go in our time. Mm. But uh, this is our first time uh, covering a Brent, uh, a Brian Michael Bendis Superman book, and uh, I'm I, I don't know about you, but I'm really I'm liking Action Comics a little more than Superman. Yeah, right now, which is you know I feel like the the roles switched. With yeah, both, it's funny because with Batman, it used to be that I liked Detective Comics more, and now it's switched, right? With mm-hmm. Batman, and now it's, it's you know opposite. Yeah, together. I think it's. I'm not a fan like the whole John Kent aging, like aging John Kent thing. Yeah, I didn't like that man. I liked him being a kid. I want to see him grow up. I don't understand why there was any reason to speed that up. Yeah, I don't know. Either. I don't know why. I feel like it was Michael. Yeah, Brian Bendis is. I'm really annoyed about bum it. bitch's fault. <laughs> I don't like this guy, man. I'm I'm not gonna lie, man. Action Comics has been all right. I like it's Action been Comics. cool. It's been cool. I mean, I don't I, know where the great writing went that was that had that that had been with Superman before. That was a different. Guy. I used to sing its praises. Yeah, right before <laughs> that was Peter Brian Tomasi. Michael Bendis, bitch boy. You no, know, that wasn't him. That <laughs> he didn't write that. He didn't. He wasn't in the last uh, Superman, like uh, run. Yeah, prior to I'm, it was Peter. I'm Tomasi. saying in Action Comics, right? We're talking about action comics. We're talking about. Superman? We're talking about action comics now, but I'm t- yeah, we're talking. Yeah, in I general. said I like the one before Brian. Yeah, I'm not gonna say his name again. Bend. Brian Michael Bendis, bitch boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this uh, this is uh, action comics 1010. Uh, there's been Leviathan is back and they're fucking shit up. Uh, they're they're playing for keeps this time. Yeah, um, you know, it just dawned on me, and I I guess it only dawned on me because they literally said it in the comic. To be fair, but they are kind of just destroying the governments around the world. I didn't really think about that. I thought they were just attacking like hero organizations or whatever. But it's a it's a global threat. It's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, we we open with uh, D- director Bones, who is great. I'll Brooke. take your word for it, bro. <laughs> no, I don't I, know much about him, but I don't know much about him either. But I love. Oh, you don't? He's not like. <laughs> he's not. A, I figured you knew. I, I know. I know. Knew I know a little bit about him. He uh, he runs this organization. Batwoman worked for him for a time, and I think he's like heavy in the Supergirl books. But wait, is he Spiral? No, is he, is he's not shit? Spiral. Okay, but Spiral's where. Nightwing was with. Yeah, when so he they're not bad guys. No, but I also didn't read Nightwing's uh, Grayson series, so that was also a Tom King book. Mm. I did not know that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, director. Bo- I just love the way they draw him. Like Steve Epting is like crushing it <laughs> with this yeah, art. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, the art's been really good. Uh, <laughs> it's Brooke. Can't bullshit on that. Oh. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, he's he's sitting there just like, have you come to kill me? And this lady's like, <laughs> this lady's like, no, I haven't. And he's like, yeah, you've come to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> he knew, he and, knew immediately. Uh, and uh, wouldn't you know it? He's absolutely correct. Uh, and he seems to be assassinated, which I hope it's not the case. Yeah, come on. Man. I hope he's, he's already dead. <laughs> he's a skeleton. What the fuck is she doing? 
It's Brooke, man. What if I had a liver to poison. <laughs> is that what she said? No. His, his skin is poison or something. Bitch, she, he got scared. What? Oh, she. I guess she was just trying to sound dumb or something. Yeah. Right? Because she was clearly undercover. But who was this lady that switched faces? Is that the that red cloud chick? That was the Leviathan lady. This this one? Yeah, her? she just changed faces. But who is she, though? She's like one of the main bad guys. Is she the red cloud lady? No. Oh, no, that's the black girl, right? Yeah. That's action comics, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, I just felt like that was like there was a lot going on with that, and then it just kind of stopped. But all right, anyway. uh, yeah, I guess they're taking a pause for now to deal with this Leviathan. She's stuff. she's rolling in with Leviathan, and that's when Leviathan Rising started. So I guess she's gonna be Superman's <laughs> adversary or something, because you know who's gonna, what are these niggas gonna do against Superman, right? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, there's Rogue Nothing. You know? Yeah, it doesn't take kindly to that. Uh, but yeah, uh, Lois and Clark are going on a spy mission. Lois is very excited. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Superman is less excited because he's primarily a very bad spy. <laughs> uh, yeah, he hates to lie because he's a good boy. Yeah, he's such a good boy that he's like, even Lois is like, you're such a good boy and you can't lie. So this is going to be rough. <laughs> and um, yeah, we get this little funny scene also with Amanda Waller and um, <laughs> and, and, and uh, Jimmy Wait, Olsen. What was this about? Uh, oh, that was just like a little flashback as to how they got their identities. Was this like a long time ago? I don't this know this story. I don't know if this was a real story, but if it is, it's pretty cool. <laughs> That's right. That he's like referencing this whole thing. I feel like it was just like he has this cool like style where he just like does these comedy flashbacks. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah. Well, he used to write for Superman, right? No, this is Brian Super- Michael Bendis is his first time. Yeah, he then just why got to DC. He's back. What do you mean? Remember, there's a big deal. Oh, Brent. No, Brian he's coming to back. DC. He was at Marvel for a really long time. Oh, he I created see. Miles. You know, he did all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, he was doing the Ultimate. Okay, okay. Yeah, he was in Marvel for the majority of his career up to this point, and he just moved over to DC to write Superman. So, okay. Uh, but yeah, this is like two-page scene with Amanda Waller and Jimmy Olsen, where he's like, "You're Leviathan, right? You're like the bad guy." You're like a terrible person. You're the bad guy, right? Yeah, right. He's just <laughs> straight up asking her, and she doesn't answer. She's just pissed. I mean, he, he's, he sounds like he's really calling her out. He, what do you say? You're a Leviathan, aren't you? So you trick Superman into bringing you here while you bring the world to its knees. <laughs> Maybe. She has a I track mean, record know. for doing sly yeah. shit like that. Yeah, she is the worst, so it works. Um, so, yeah, they fi- uh, Lois and Clark enter this room where they find uh, Tiger who is an agent of Spiral. Uh, he was in uh, Grayson, the Grayson series. And he's in Nightwing series for a moment, too. Uh, so he's like a familiar guy. He's not just coming out of nowhere. Uh, That's good to know. Yes. <laughs> he's, uh, we're supposed to know who he is. You know, <laughs> I mean, he was in that flashback picture. I actually peeped that just now. Uh, yep, Tiger, agent of Spiral, right? He's an old school oh yeah, character. There he is. Yep, I don't know if he's old school. Uh, well, Who knows? You know, he has. He's he's valid. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's very suspicious as to uh, these guys. Uh, he's like, he's like, you guys disappeared, and all of a sudden, when shit's going to hell, you're, that's when you're coming back. That is a really good point. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wonder if he's uh, onto something there. Uh, and they're not doing a great job of assuaging his his, his suspicions anyway. Not at all. So, uh, but they're luckily interrupted by this giant Leviathan robot thingy that just pops up out of nowhere. 
uh, Clark suits suits up and lifts this dude out of space into space, and then this thing explodes. <laughs> he went so yeah, and it seems to be this. That is what happened. Yeah, he just brought him out in space, right? And that's it. That's all the robot did. He didn't even put up a fight. Just was there yeah, to explode. Well, yeah, he was there to explode. He was just, uh, I guess, this kamikaze type of thing. He, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, Superman comes back yeah. to the apartment, and uh, Lois and Tiger are both gone. And that's where this issue ends. Um, is it just, I mean, is it worth noting that he had a lot of that blue radiation stuff still on him or just, you know? Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I think that's a, a little, uh, well, it burned off his disguise, I think, because he doesn't have his beard or the curl fro. Oh, anymore. I guess. I think that's what it was supposed to be doing. It's just like burning off of him still, uh, which maybe shows that he shouldn't be around people. <laughs> He's just probably well, he's in a Superman costume, so I, I mean, not for okay him, right for now. other people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but oh, uh, yeah, true. Yeah, I've been digging uh, action comics. I like a little better than Superman, so and I'm a I'm a fan. I'm a Bendis fan. You know, I like the guy. Well, you heard how I felt about this. Yeah, guy, you don't. So <laughs> you don't like to repeat those sentiments. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was uh, action comics. Uh, you. Detective, uh, do you want to do Detective Comics next or Avengers? Avengers. Um, <laughs> Detective Comics? Yeah, yeah. No, I read both. Um, nah, I'm just trying to think about Detective Comics worth. Me- Robin got caught. <laughs> there you go. He Arkham Knight caught. caught Robin. Arkham Knight caught Robin. That's uh, it. That's literally all that happened. The yeah, fight broke up, right? They was in, he, he was, Batman was getting disrespected. His boot was on his face. And, you know, the cops pulled up. They broke the fight up, and then, you know, everyone was pointing guns and arrows and all that, at batterings and all that shit at each other. So they just said, all right, let's just disperse and forget about the fight. So, yeah, that's when uh, Batman goes back to the cave and uh, shares some banter with his son, Damien, right? And mm-hmm. uh, Damien's like, all right, I'm going to go retrieve uh, thing the thingamajig. The thingamajig. The thingy that, that dropped in the lake from the sun bomb that I'm very curious about still. A whole sun. Right in the city. Anyway, Not um, so yeah, he goes down there, fights a couple guys, he's you know beats them, talks mad shit, which meant you know he's gonna get caught. That's what happened. He gets zapped in the water, doesn't die because you know it's comics, and um, that's that's what happened. He's caught by Arkham Knight. Arkham who Knight is taking off his mask, and who knows. Who knows what it is? Maybe it is Jason Todd. What's he been doing? He has whack shit with the outsiders. No. He's doing whack shit with the outlaws. <laughs> outlaws. See, I don't even know their name. Not even relevant. But but he's doing stuff. He has an alibi. He has his own series. No, jokes aside, I don't want it to be. Um, I, I don't want it to be Red Hood either. I want them to introduce somebody new. Yeah, who knows? Who Make it relevant. Who knows who this guy is? Yeah. Um, but Avengers, I I can describe Avengers real quick too. There's not a lot happen. It's mostly like a a big uh, squadron supreme. Like origin. Thing. Yeah, welcome to uh, War of the Realms, by the way, guys. Did yeah, we, did we cover it at all yet? No, but this is uh, Avengers tie-in to War of the Realms. Uh, was it a tie-in? Avengers was a tie-in. Yeah. Oh yeah, because War of the Realms has its own book too, as as the event. I forget yeah. Marvel does it like that. DC is the one that DC does, does it within too. the. Barely, they did it yeah, with but DC it Metal, but most of the time they do their events within like the actual issue. Yeah, they haven't done like a well, you know, they're doing. They haven't done like a, a big event with tie-ins in a while. You know, what? I don't know. What, I'm smoking crack right now, bro. You know, because Heroes in Crisis, which we definitely should talk about. Man. We will. Okay, okay, that's next. Um, yeah, that was its own thing. So okay, okay. But so. yeah, yeah, Avengers. 
We could we could skim over the tie ins. Right? I don't really like uh, this one. <laughs> I mean, they uh, they're obviously setting up for some type of conflict that's going to happen between them and the Avengers. Who the fuck is Agent Coulson? Isn't that the nigga that that runs Shield or whatever? He was in the he's in the Avengers movies and he's an agent. Of yeah, Shield. he's yeah, a good guy, guy, isn't he? This is so. What's, what's going on? What's what? What's his I don't know about com- a lot about comic Phil Coulson, but I will say that I. The Squadron Supreme were, were a thing back in the day too. They had mm-hmm. like their own book, and they were supposed to be like Marvel stand-in for the Justice League. Yeah, uh, literally. I, I mean, I don't know if it was as 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 no, close to a T as it was in this issue, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it's clearly blatantly like blatantly. But I don't like it. <laughs> Hyperion it's was raised. What do you say? Hyperion was raised by people from. Well, this is it. Might be a hoax because it looks like they were all created, and this is like a simulation of some sort. They're real, you know. They're no, yeah, they're real. But I don't know. Maybe they're maybe these aren't. Maybe it really isn't them. Maybe these are people that were created, right? Yeah, I don't know a whole ton about the Squadron Supreme, but uh, it's. uh, I know they're just like Justice League stand-ins, and I don't know. I don't really like. uh, I don't. There's already too many things happening. Like, there's too many factions in Avengers right now that we got to keep track of with the vampires. Vampire and guys. And the Russian, the Russian guys. The and now aqua people guys. that are super clean. Yeah, Namor's people. Namor's people. Remember, he had his own. I forgot about His Namor's. own little squad, too. I it fucking forgot so about trash. Namor's people, man. But they had a fight with. It was, it was cool I like for Namor. a second. Namor's fucking cool. Mm. You remember him in, like, uh, Avengers? Of course in I the do. In John Hankman's. Yeah. Oh, Imperious Rex. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. That was a cool. He's all right. He's a traitor's little. Yeah. Little bitch. I, <laughs> I was trying to think of a better word, but I think that one was suffice. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I there's too many cooks in the kitchen here with this Avengers yeah. stuff, and I'm not. It it feels just like uh. Dis I guess disrespectful to the like Justice League. I guess doesn't it. It, like they was trying to be funny about it or something, but you know this is only part one, and then you know you have Agent Coulson talking with what seems to be the devil. It's Mephisto, Mephisto, who's doing a lot these days. Yeah, man, he's making deals with little kids. <laughs> um, he's talking to Agent Coulson. I don't know what yeah. else he's doing. He's but ruining I, Miles I, I Morales. He's more. he's yeah. I don't know what. Uh, yeah, he, Mephisto's making his move, I guess. Which is just another thing they have Plot to do. threads. I just don't know if this is more specific toward the realms or more towards like building plot for the Avengers book. I don't know, because Marvel has a lot of irrelevant tie-ins when it comes to events. Sometimes, like there's a lot of irrelevant shit that happened in Secret Wars. A lot of irrelevant stuff, even if you look all the way back to like Planet Hulk. Actually, no, the X Men thing was actually important. I think the next issue of Avengers is going to be a more direct thing. To uh, War of Realms? Yeah, because then, uh, it seems like they're going to focus on the Siege of Avengers Tower where they teleported all Oh, yeah, people. they literally say that in the, at the end, right? So, yeah, yeah I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the Squadron Supreme stuff. Um, and Mephisto as well. And whenever Mephisto get a, it gets involved, things start to suck. Uh, Maybe it'll... I think he's going to play a part because the Ghost Rider is, is ha, you know, has a lot to do with Mephisto, oh. too. And he's been a central part of the, the Avengers story. I mean, yeah, he's going to play a part, but it's going to suck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we'll see, man. There's uh, a few other tie-ins. Um, Venom, but we'll we'll get to that. Oh yeah, Venom was a tie-in too, we'll get man. Th- I didn't even. We can't talk about Venom yet because we have so much to talk about with Heroes in Crisis. Oh man! All right, let's get into Heroes All right. in Crisis. All right, All right. So this is a lot going on. This is going to be the this is the big reveal issue. 
This is uh, oh. Heroes in Crisis number eight out of nine. So the next issue is going to be the last one. Uh, we get an explanation as to f- what really happened at, at this fucking sanctuary place. Uh, apparently, Wally West used his super speed to gain access to all the confessions of confessionals of his fellow sanctuary inmates. We get these little... Uh, over the series, we've gotten these little confessionals from the various, uh, you know, uh, patients. The heroes, yeah. Yeah, the that the were there. And Wally West has seen them all feeling... Because he was feeling alone. He didn't feel like he was actually... Uh, getting things done, uh, so yeah, he f- he he felt like he was lagging behind everybody else. Like everyone was healing, you know, and 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 working through their f- issues. Yeah, so in an effort but to make him. himself feel more like whole, he looked through all these thi- all this information, and uh, this this set off an alarm, which caused the evacuation of the sanctuary. Uh, so all these heroes are just like evacuating, and uh, he was broken by the stress that he just of all the information they received. And uh, he the information being all of the confessions that so he listened to everybody's confession all that basically within what two seconds yeah hours of footage of people just talking about horrible depression you know life shattering shit yeah so that combined with the alarm going off like stresses is out crazy and he loses control of the speed force and he kills everyone with his electricity powers that the speed force does have and I always forget <laughs> I do yeah I uh, do. Yeah, so he kills everyone, and then uh, he then he pulls this like really complicated frame job on Booster Gold and Harley Quinn, uh, where yeah, right, it was a little by chance they they weird. they haven't left the sanctuary yet. So he finds them inside the sanctuary. He he sits them back down, like makes them. It's been early enough where they f- they can still, I guess, conceivably believe they never really left or heard an alarm because he moved so fast. He also Mind set back. He set them back into their hologram things, so it w- it didn't feel like they left. You know what I mean? Yeah. He so well. They both in, in, in the issues prior when it shows like oh what they actually what they saw, which now we know was part of it was an illusion, right? Of seeing Booster Gold though, and and them seeing Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, they heard the alarm, but the, it's just that they I, Harley Quinn was out there. She was. She wasn't. She just wasn't there when everybody else got killed. She just was out there in the field. Remember, like she was well, out. Neither of them. Were, so like they were in their little holographic things. Yeah, and then Busta was in, a, in the house. Yeah. And then they come out, and because Wally now has control of the sanctuary, he just made like those illusions to make each other watch. Uh, like Harley would watch Booster kill Wally, and Wally would and Booster would watch Harley kill Wally. So they each think each other is the killer. And they go after each other. And Hence why they was fighting each other to the death in the first issue. Yeah. Why it was so weird and confusing. Because, yeah, they both seem something completely different. And then Wally goes five days into the future and finds himself. And yeah. With who's that? With chick? Poison Ivy. That's Poison Ivy? And then he kills himself. Like, he kills his future self, I think. Is that what happened? I think. Cause yeah, he kills. Yeah, because, yeah, he hurts. Yeah, he, you see him pull up with. And Poison Ivy's there. Yeah. And he Kills that Wally, yeah, because because he He's didn't want faking wanna... his death. Yes, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And no. then he he places all the bodies, and then people start showing up to the sanctuary. Like he sets up this crime scene exactly, and Wally did it. Wally because of his did it. history with Barry, he was able to conceive. You know, yeah, he was able to reconstruct a decent crime scene where he's not the killer, I guess. And man, I hated it. <laughs> 
Well, because it leaves this question, right? I mean, I don't know if it's a question to you, but it's a question to me. Is Wally evil now? If he is, I hate it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't hate it that much because you know what, bro? If oh, he wasn't going to get his fucking kids back, that shit was going to drive him crazy. So he was either going to be super dead after this or or so. It just all makes sense to me. They delivered, man. No, man, I hate this. What? <laughs> do you not understand? I hate it. All right, do you, all right. basically, I'm going to tell you how I interpret it really quick. Wiley West, out of everybody else, was probably the most broken character because there was no way they could justify fucking children disappearing. And then they already, from the first comic, right, Wiley came back and tried to find um, um, his wife, right, mm-hmm. the chick that he used to be with. And she never recognized him. I felt like from that point, they, we, that was always going to be the, the, the path of Wiley. Like, he was always going to meet some type of end or, 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 or breaking point. Yeah, but how shitty is that? It is, man. I, I feel it like is. this wasn't what it was supposed to be. You know, like, I feel like Wally was supposed to play a different part. I think it makes it shitty if him turning into a bad guy is some type of ass pull. Or, like, maybe they just figured, okay, he's not that popular, so we should come and, and, and turn him into this. I think it was premeditated. Well, everything, I want to believe it was. Everything makes sense. It's, I don't feel like they didn't plan this, but I, I, if they, that doesn't make it better. But from... from, but from from rebirth, from the rebirth annual, from that issue, do you believe that that was the intent? Probably not, but you know it doesn't. So then, but I you know understand what? It how you feel. I I believe after seeing this, I think that that was the intent. Ah uh, man, because the Teen Titans run was really short. No, Titans is still going. In, well, he's not. You know that team. What it was with him and uh, the sh- the Shark Boy. I don't know, know man. I I said Shark Boy. You know, Aqua Lad. There, I've had some problems with Heroes in Crisis. Uh, just because I feel like they make uh, like I've had problems with character Tom King's general characterization of Booster Gold because Booster Gold is supposed to be a shithead, but he's not a f- he's not this big a shithead, you know. Like I don't, I mean, now that you see that he's not the bad guy, he was just. Try- I mean, he I, knew something was wrong, so that's why he was acting so. Like you know, listen, it's ain't me. I'm trying to figure out the fuck's yeah, no, going I, on. My problem wasn't that I thought he was the bad guy. It was more like he was dumb. He's such a dumb guy. Like Tom King doesn't like him. It feels even when he shows up in Batman. Yeah, I didn't like that Batman story. It just seems really unnecessary. Although it's not unnecessary when you think that that was the key that brought him to Heroes in Crisis. But who knows? Maybe Tom King has a lot more planned for Booster Gold. Maybe these are just overall, you know, little little seeds that he's planting for you know for arcs for him. Maybe for Harley Quinn too. I don't know. I don't like it because I. I it's also because Wally West is such an important character. It's sad, man. Like I know for a lot of people that was their Flash. Like it wasn't Barry. Yeah. At, like Alan. He was, it was Wally West. He was the Flash longer than Barry was for a while. Like before. Oh yeah, in comics, like before Barry res- was resurrected, he was Wally for a really long time. Well, yeah, he was Kid Flash, right? Yellow. He was red. Kid Flash, and then like when here uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths happened in the eighties. That's when Barry died, and then he's been Wally for like twenty. Uh, Wally's been the Flash for like twenty years. I think we should still I'm, take look, a moment and say that is he confirmed bad? Because he had a really f- deep philosophical question at the end. Well, I don't think it was a question, but at least his exposition. Well, was. it's not even like it, Wally kills all these people. Fine, but the fact that he just like went so hard to just like to this is villain instead shit. of just admitting that I killed them. This is villain by shit. accident. You're right. I don't like that. You're right, and and it feels like a like yeah. a, it's it's a real 
disrespect to like the entire history of the character. You know, it's he's been around for a long time, and I feel like he's the catalyst for a lot of the good that happened in DC. Yeah, mainly. Let I mean, let's straight up rebirth. He was literally the key to rebirth. He was the the that hope for everybody. Yeah, for and even I, people coming back to comics like, yo, Wally's back. Shit. Yeah, and they you know? built him up to be kind of the key to fixing everything. Yeah, you know? man. So it's if this was his plan overall, it just feels like a waste. I'll be patient. Is this actually the last issue That's of the Heroes in Crisis? It's the next issue is the next. Okay, so let's. So give we'll, it a I'll, sure. Tom King has earned enough credit for me that. Yeah, and I'll that's what you storm. know, what, bro. Honestly, that's I, and it's you could call it bias, but that's probably why I'm so like just relaxed with that. I'm like, you know what. He, it wasn't a direct implication. I think he's still just trying to make us feel away. I think he's just a really good author. And we we are ready to hit the climax of this fucking ride. I'm not uh, optimistic. Well, you know what? Uh, West Coast Avengers ended. And guess what? I'm so to sad. To make it sweet. I'm so <laughs> sad. I read the last issue, and you know what? It was actually pretty cool. It was funny. Made me laugh a little bit. I was a little upset about the interpretation of uh, Quentin Quire, because he's supposed to be like a god or whatever, but, you know. He's not there yet. Oh, no, that's future Quentin Quire, yeah. right? Okay, whatever. All right, all right, all right. All right, <laughs> but, oh, my God, is that... I, <laughs> It's not West Coast Avengers. It's West Coast LGBTQ Avengers. <laughs> Am I lying? Tell me I'm lying. Say it to my face that I'm lying. Well, no. <laughs> but not all the characters are LGBTQ. And Kate I'm, guys, I'm not Kate saying anything's straight. wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, Kate whoa, I did not know. Clint is That's straight. it. No, no, when no. Her boyfriends straight. are gay. Or oh, they're bi, no, it's but that Clint. basically means gay. Clint is straight. Quentin is straight. Who's Quentin? Clint. Clint. Hawkeye? Hawkeye. Yeah, okay, He's whatever. Claw, Hawkeye. Quentin Quire is straight. Gwenpool is straight. Jeff is straight. Who's Jeff? Assuming they're shark dogs. <laughs> no, I bet he's a gay shark. All right, so we're not going to count him. All right, no, uh, but I am kind of sad. It seemed really fun, and I, I don't was. want to be a dick about it. It looked like it was a real cool series. It was. And it sucks. I guess there's not enough resources, right? Oh, man, you just made me sad. It was just a fun series. Ten issues. There are worse series that get way more than that. Yeah, well, I hope this cheers you up. You know what's coming out next week? No. World Trigger. <laughs> you know what? Know, is that enough it's, for you? Uh, yeah, it is. It's pretty good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm pretty happy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, this has been it, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, we're, I think you've uh, said enough. Man, this has been a trying week for American Comics for me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but uh yeah i'm very excited for uh i hope they don't fuck up wally oh my god yeah uh, man for, uh, you know we go well we gotta wait another two months for another release it's one more month i yeah. heroes in crisis has been weirdly consistent where doomsday clock has, has not yet okay I'm, I'm the funny thing is they they apparently like they already pushed the next issue of doomsday clock by another month but then they again pushed it another week ahead another week <laughs> just right, to be I'll dicks <laughs> Um, War Brahms is good, guys. We're gonna get to it. Uh, yeah. Next, uh, honestly, weirdly enough, uh, Jump Chapters come out tomorrow for some reason. Why? I think like once a month they o- like they come out on a Friday for some reason. Whoa. Okay. So I mean, we'll be back next Thursday to do this again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Sorry, guys. So uh, sorry, we're not coming. Back. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're. And then after that, I think it's a break. 
So, well, we won't be have a break. Yeah, we'll be back, of course. <laughs> we'll we'll do some American comic stuff, and maybe we'll find a fun thing to do in place of manga. But uh, yeah, that that's been the show, you guys. <laughs> Fucking, this has been it. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, again, if you guys want to find us on social media, you can find me at the Chris Espinall, uh, Joshua Cole. At JD Cole underscore three seven on Instagram. And Brian Boss. It's uh Saucy Brian Bossy. Uh at Saucy Brian Bossy. I think that's on everything. I deactivated something. But that's because I was getting followed by too many bots. I'm also followed by it's too many bots. It's that peanut butter voice, bro. That's what it <laughs> is. That's what's attracting smooth, these alt writers. <laughs> 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 these pro Trump and Putin guys. Okay. Uh, all dudes. Yeah. All right, and we also have our email that's now set up, uh, newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. Send us stuff to do for the week off. If you guys want to hear us talk about some shit, uh, if you want Yeah, anything old shit, new shit. Uh, yeah, w- give us something to do. <laughs> Yeah, we'll uh, we'll pretty much do whatever. Uh, you guys, uh, thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, we'll see you next week. Fuck it up to the tempo. <laughs> yeah. Peace out, guys. Fuck it up to the tempo.